On this episode, we discuss the quote-unquote compass of life and how it's never nearly as precise as we'd like it to be. This week's episode is episode 24, I believe, at least. You know, the strange thing is I never know what episode I'm starting on. I always have to, like, go back real quick and say, oh, what, what episode is this? Did I do 22 last week, 23? But, yes, it is episode 24. Just had to confirm real quick on my phone. All right, so jumping right into it because I don't have a ton of time. I say that, but I'm going to end up going for long anyway. So we'll jump right back into the recap segment. We'll get into the kind of creative discussion, lifestyle discussion type segment that I've been doing over the past few weeks. Um, and then we'll go with what's coming up in the future. The typical recipe for a good Mugen cast, right? Right. So <laughs> let's get started. So what I've been doing over the past week or so. So lots of video editing for one. A ton, a ton of video editing. Um, that project that I've been working on, I finally got to shoot with Kevin last week or the week before last week, whatever. Um, putting that together has been really fun. I've been messing around in Adobe Premiere, watching a lot of tutorial videos, learning about speed ramping, um, all different types of continuous shots and reverse speed and all this other type of stuff. I've been trying to just use a little bit, like the less complicated type of edits. I don't want to get too crazy with it where I'm creating line edits and I'm going like Cole Bennett style with it. It's not a music video I'm creating, so... I don't want to go too far, but I've definitely been trying to just kind of stick to the basics, but do it in a way that is clean, is um, interesting and visually appealing to you, the viewer who will eventually watch this. Um, so that's been pretty fun. And but like I say, it's really time consuming. Like I remember one night I was up until probably like 3 a.m. editing. Luckily, I'd taken a pretty long nap before that so I could endure. But I was like, man, just to edit like a three, four minute clip, but make it the way I want it to be takes a while. And I think part of that is my computer is so, so slow. Uh, video editing on my nice MacBook, my fat MacBook Pro, not the skinny ones that are out right now, the really thick ones, pause, from like 2009 or whatever. That's what I'm on right now. And they are they are not the best. So that was annoying. And it made me realize that I need a new laptop like stat, especially if I want to get into videography more, which I do. And editing that is going to take me centuries on the computer, the computer, the computer that I'm on right now. So it's video editing has been rewarding, but also very time consuming to, to say the least. Um, what else? What else has been going on in the the life of Dimitri over the past week? So also, in addition to that, um, my content or collaboration collaboratory, I think that's a word content with the bandit ter territory, a.k.a. my buddy Jeffrey is coming up probably at the end of this week. And that's going to be posted on the blog. He's going to be um, kind of covering a blog topic and I'm also going to cover the same topic and I'm, I'm going to try to kind of create like a little ecosystem of creatives putting their opinions and their thoughts on the blog and creating their own kind of um, interesting tales to tell and maybe we'll kind of come out with like themes for a month um, I can't remember what exactly the theme is for this month I think I think it's how he got started with the bandit territory what it is what the meaning is etc and I'm going to talk to him about that this week kind of see how it's coming along but by the end of this week, early next week, that should be coming out. And then you have one for me as well. And I go through the kind of, I guess, origins of Mugen because I think I haven't done that in probably two years. And I think it's it's maybe even changed a little bit where I've found out more about what I actually want to do here. So that's coming up soon, which is really exciting. Um, pretty, 
I'm pretty pleased with that idea that I came up with. It hasn't come to fruition yet, but I think it's going to be a really cool source of content going forward and get some people in my little community involved and hopefully reach out to new people, meet new people. That's always great to collaborate. Creators are stronger when we kind of meld together and um, and work together. So looking forward to that. That content is coming out soon. Um, also, I've been listening to the Leviathan Chronicles podcast. I think I talked about this last week. Still amazing. Just finished through, just got through season one, um, which I believe is 25 chapters or 25 episodes. Really, really good. Really well done. I can't believe this was done 2009, 2010, 10 years ago. They were able to create such a compelling and just riveting storyline with such robust like audio engineering. It's, it's really amazing what they did. I can just imagine how the next season um, is going to sound, which is coming out probably in the next few months or so. But Aside from that, you should go listen to that for one. It's on iTunes. I believe it's on Audible as well. Definitely go listen to it. But they also have these soapboxes that they come out with, which I think are really, really good. And basically what it is, is the creators of the podcast, audio drama, just sitting down, talking about their creative process, what they're going through there. Just It's just very casual conversation. Um, and it's just a very, it's kind of like a good debrief after after the storm that is the episode and you kind of get some more information about how what went into it um, how it was made etc and i think when i create my larger scale project similar to what i did with the insight episode or episode one of insight um where i had that podcast where i kind of talked about you know what went into this how it was made um the build up whatever whenever i create a podcast i think i'm going to do something similar to that kind of like a, a debrief episode or not, whenever I create a project, I'm going to do a podcast, which is somewhat of a debrief episode um, for whatever respective project that will be. So in this case, um, the Styles of Summer video series, which is what I'm, going to, which I'm working on right now, I'll have kind of a podcast to go along with that. Maybe I'll have um, Jeffrey on there and my other friend, John and Kevin, who are going to be involved in this and maybe one other model. Um, so that could be pretty interesting. But just li- the, the main reason I brought that up is because it's so cool to hear what these creators were going through while they were just in the thick of things like creating this, putting so much time, so much effort into it. It's just so interesting to know that like everybody's creative process is so, I don't know, it's so different, but it's so it's so similar in other ways. Like some of the things they're talking about, I'm like, I'm going through that right now, honestly. And then some of the other things I can't relate to at all, but it's just so cool to have creators who are transparent about that. And I think we need more of that. Like creators like them, I'm a photographer I follow on Instagram that I've probably talked about before, Valandis, V-U-H-L-A-N-D-E-S. A great photographer, and he's very forthright and, and honest with what he's going through. And I think it's really cool, and I think that's why he's gained such a dedicated following. And I hope I can kind of, or I am doing something similar um, with you guys and telling you what I'm actually going through when I'm going through it, not kind of putting on a, a false uh, face, really. And lastly, lastly, <laughs> and... Oh, actually, lastly was the right word. Lastly, I was um, also looking forward to or looking for some new photography places. I kind of want to branch out from my regular streets and just average neighborhood kind of shots, which I do like because it has a, a certain like, I don't know, like a certain relatability to it that I feel like everyone has these uh, areas accessible to them. If you want to go out and, and do photography similar to mine or have questions, et cetera, like we're, we're working with pretty similar things. My camera isn't that amazing. My sceneries aren't that amazing. I just try to work with what I have. Um, but with that, I think I also want to explore and, and find some interesting places to show you guys and maybe kind of, I guess, kind of spice up my feed a little bit. Um, so I was kind of thinking about that over the past week. And that's something that's going to be kind of in the background as I, as I 
get time to do it because right now I haven't really had much time to think about that. But just something coming in the future that would be pretty cool. Let me know what you guys would be interested in seeing. You want abandoned buildings, just very cliche, um, streetwear, that type of stuff, also very cliche. Or do you kind of want something interesting? Within reason, of course, because I can't like fly to Prague or something to do a photo shoot. But, you know, maybe I can uh, branch out from what I'm doing a little bit more. And that would be that would be cool. So that's the recap segment. Um, I thought it was going to be quicker than it was. That was still like eight minutes, <laughs> but that's fine. It's whatever. Um, and now we're going to jump into the little creative discussion segment for this week. So on this week's, uh, for, for this week's episode, rather, I was kind of thinking of, you know, what do I want to do? I was kicking around a few different ideas. Um, and I finally settled on one and I think I'm going to call this episode compass. Um, and this is why I settled on the idea of doing or of discussing how we know that we're going in the right direction, whether it's our creativity or just in life in general, how do we know we're going um, towards the right thing, right? So I was thinking, you know, if we're talking about regular physical movement, right? We use GPS, we use maps, etc. Um, if you're going on a trip to New Jersey and you don't know how to get there, you can easily type it right into Google and it'll show you, or MapQuest if you're, you know, OG, and it'll show you exactly where to go. But when we discuss goals and our lives and how do we know where we're going? How do we know what we're doing is right or wrong? What is right or wrong, right? And I've always kind of wondered this. I remember I did an episode that kind of touched on this, um, but it was more on the fact of goals and achievements and things like that and how we those things are always changing. But how do we know what direction to even choose, you know, before we even get to to chasing the goal? How do we know what goal is right, you know? Um, that, and I feel like it was just another dimension, which it's so interesting that all my topics seem so interconnected. It almost feels like I'm talking about the same thing over and over again, but just different uh, different ways of, of talking about it, which is it makes me feel like I'm regurgitating information too much. But I feel like there's still so much to be unlocked and to be um, given to you guys that is, is valuable stuff. So I will continue. <laughs> um, but the more I thought about it, the more I realized how impossible it is to find a universal answer. You know, everyone has a different answer to that question, if there even is an answer, right? You know, there's just too many variables. But uh, maybe you guys have a better way to find it, of course, which is the point of this that we're all kind of discussing and finding out um, the depths of our creativity and, and how we function as creatives together, or at least that's one of the facets of this podcast. Um, so maybe you guys might find something better than I do. But in this episode, I'll go through some of the common variables we use to gauge our lives and if we're headed in the right direction. Things we think about when we're going to make a large life decision, like if you're choosing a new job or um, moving to a new city, etc. Um, so let's, well, and, and hopefully by the end of it, we can come up with some makeshift theory. That's the, that's the goal, at least. So we'll discuss it. It's kind of like an open, I'm not too um, pigeonholed by like a script in this one, and we'll just see where we end up. So yeah. So the... <laughs> So the first thing I thought to consider is what makes a direction, quote unquote, right? You know, what are the qualities that make a choice right or wrong? This part, it, it definitely varies from person to person, which probably this whole thing does. But there are common ones like how much money it will yield, will it make you happy, etc. I think we all kind of use or we all just naturally gravitate war towards because happiness, money, very important things for everyone. Right. Um, but I think along with that, you have to contemplate more than just the basics. Uh, so that's number one. When making a life choice, uh, a true life choice, like I said, something bigger than what am I going to eat in the morning, <laughs> create your, your own list of meaningful things that will be impacted and try to see whether the decision will yield more positive changes or negative changes. 
Um, I, I think that's just that just makes plain sense, right? You're making a decision. Um, look at it for what it is. Weigh the pros and cons um, and create a list of things that really matter to you and, and, and just go through one by one. See what's going to be impacted. Will I get more money out of this job? Um, will it take me away from my family? You know, just things like that. I think that's a, the way that most people do these type of things or or weigh out their their options. Um, so I, it seems like it would be um, it seems like that would be the only thing you need to create a good compass. But there's another side to that, which makes me not so sure. Um, so, for example, how do you know the happiness something will bring you if you haven't done it before? Right. If you haven't had this job before, if you haven't been in the city, how do you exactly know? Right. You, you can never truly know. Or even if you have, isn't there the possibility that it won't do it every single time? Like things fluctuate, right? Things change or your opinions, your feelings change. So how do you know that something is always going to yield the same level of whatever, you know, money, happiness, success, whatever? How do you know it's going to do that every time? It's it's kind of a leap of faith. You know, would I, I think so, at least. I'm not sure if you guys agree. Um, and if money is one of the things on your, your list of meaningful qualifications, isn't there like a point where money doesn't even matter as much as other things? Like sometimes one thing is so bad, it offsets the good uh, of another, right? You're making so much money, but you don't have any time to spend with your family, that type of, um, that type of relationship. So it's, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more complicated than just that list of meaningful things um, that I discussed earlier. It's a little bit harder. For, it's a little bit, you know, harder than that. You know, for example, like I said, heading into a job you hate every day could be lucrative, but there comes a point where your happiness and mental state matters more. I think, and I think a lot of people find this, especially earlier in their careers, where you're doing jobs you don't like just because you need to make ends meet, and you realize like this is actually terrible. And some people can push through that and keep going, and other people decide that they're going to change careers and go in a different direction because it's just so much. Um, which is understandable. You know, I think that happens a lot. I think that's happened to me somewhat too. Not, I'm not even in my true career career field yet. So yikes. <laughs> um, but I, keep, I could keep going with relationships like that. I could create counter arguments for every single thing you could think to put on a meaningful qualifications list. Um, every single one has an alternative negative side that makes it less clear than you initially thought. You think it's going to be one thing and it turns out to be another. So how do you truly know what it's going to be at the time? You don't know, right? That, and that's what I'm kind of trying to get across here, at least what I think, you know, in my opinion. Um, and this was, like I said, this is the conclusion I came to. There's always the what ifs. There's always a reason why not to do something. So if you if you can't decide between the feelings of why to do something and why not to do it, how do you know that you're doing the right thing um, and headed in the right direction? And that's, it's, it's kind of confusing just kind of saying that. I have to actually write that part down so I um, made sure I didn't miss that. But it's like, how can you truly, how can you truly decide? You know, how do you truly balance that? Is it more of a feeling thing? Is it actually something you can remove your emotions from and do it like, like mathematically, I, I guess, or empirically, whatever? Um, in a way that removes the, the emotional connections and how you feel about it, and you just kind of do it very um, from a basic right and wrong pros and cons type perspective. Is that how you do it? Um, you know, you know it's, it's a little murky. Um, I think that's the first time I've used the word murky on this podcast. It just felt very weird to say. But anyway, um, but I've come to realize, in my opinion at least, like I said, I've come to realize that you don't and even – it's like that you don't know you just don't know and it's it's hard to accept it seems so simple some people might be saying as you're listening to this like duh well how can you know that no one knows everything for sure but 
to me, or and I think people who want to have a lot of control over their lives and you want to know what direction you're headed in, you want to make sure you're not wasting your time because you want to be successful. You want to make a lot of money. You want to make people happy. You just, you want to do it. And nobody goes into life saying, oh yeah, I just want to be unsuccessful. Everybody aims for that, right? I would imagine, at least most people do. Um, but you don't have that control. And even if you do now, that can change. You know, like like two three two to three episodes ago, I, I believe I said, referencing this again, goals and our opinions of success and happiness, things like that are always fluctuating. So it's like something makes you happy today, it doesn't make you happy tomorrow, and now you're kind of stuck because you made a decision that you can't necessarily go back on. And it's like, how do you predict that future you, that those future feelings of yourself? You don't know how you're going to feel 12 days from now, a day from now, honestly. So... Um, in my opinion, it's, it's honestly, like, it's, like I said, a leap of faith and, but some of the best advice I actually got, which is it's advice that I was annoyed to hear, but I needed to hear it. Um, when I was, uh, this was probably a year ago, two years ago, when I was in college is that there's no such thing as a perfect decision. You take the information you have at the time and try to, to do the best with it. Try to understand what you like and what you don't like and make the best decision. You can only, go on what you have at that moment. You can't see into the future, unfortunately. Um, and hindsight is twenty twenty. and you might get to that point and you look back and say, how did I not see this before? But it's, you just can't. And it's, it's unfortunate, but it's the limits of our consciousness. You know, you, you can never know for sure. Um, and if in a day, a month, a year, you realize that it's not what you want to do, you have to try again. You just have to recalibrate and try again. That's, and to me, this was like ridiculously frustrating because it's like, how can I put in so much effort and still possibly be going in the wrong direction? It's like, that's just not, that's just not even fair to me at least. And it felt like why even try and, and this is not the attitude you should have, I don't think, but for a while it felt, why do I even try and direct myself? Um, you know, why do I stress over all this if it, if it can just end up bad anyway? Like what's even the point? In my opinion, there is still a point. Um, after thinking about it more, I, I thought that maybe maybe if you do your best to 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 think of where you're going and you, you try your hardest and you do put yourself through that, maybe that just gives you a better percentage chance of success somewhere along the way. Like probability goes in your favor because you actually put in the work to think about the decisions you're making rather than just kind of going with the flow. But then you see people just go with the flow and it works out for them just for whatever reason. You know, it's so... It's so imbalanced, you know, and it, it doesn't really make true, genuine sense a lot of the times. Um, but this is just the truth I found so far. You know, maybe I'll find some surefire way to always live your best life, you know, as the kids are saying nowadays. But for now, the idea of a right direction, quote unquote, is just a fantasy. Nobody's really going in a direction that can truly be deemed as right in their lives. Nothing is nothing is surefire. Everyone's just going in the direction they think is the right direction, not that they actually know is the right direction. Something could happen tomorrow to Jeff Bezos that completely derails Amazon, and he makes him feel like, man, was this actually what I should have done? Could I have done, done it another way? Not hindsight, not regret my kicking, no matter how successful you know he has been with it. Well, maybe Jeff Bezos wouldn't feel like that because the man has like multi-billions of dollars. But anyway, put it on a lower scale. Someone who's making six figures a year. Um, you know, who's living a pretty good life might have something happen to them and they may think, man, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have embarked on this in, in general. But you only feel that regret if something bad happens. You don't feel that regret if things are going well. So as long as things are going well, you think you're going in the right direction. But as soon as things turn bad, you think you're not going in the right direction after all. Um, and maybe that's what it is right there. Maybe we shouldn't be so quick to take these... Um, 
take these like tempestuous um, like turmoils of life as a right or a wrong. It just is what it is. It's just something that happened along the way. It's something you can't control. It's something you couldn't see coming, but it's something you have to accept at the same time. You know, maybe that's it. And yeah, <laughs> so that's my uh, that's my little rant. Let me know your thoughts on this. Uh, you know, if you have a system or a way of thinking that guides you on the day to day and guides your life decisions, you know, I'd be happy to hear it. I'm sure other people would be happy to hear it as well. Sound off in the comments below, um, whether it's on my Instagram at Mugen.ig or on Twitter at Tales of Mugen or in the iTunes. I don't think Spotify has comments. So on the iTunes comments, um, you know, let me know what you think. I'll be very interested to hear what you thought about my kind of uh thought cognitive thought process throughout this whole thing and you know maybe where you're coming from as well maybe i can get some um some advice from you guys that would be pretty cool um but i'm gonna take my traditional quick little break be right back and discuss things that are coming up in the future so brb and we're back just like that with the magic of editing so i hope you guys enjoyed that that first little segment um i think i'm actually making pretty good time here i'm only at about you know 20 21 minutes so Try to wrap this up in the next few and you guys can get along, with, get along, get on with your day and I can get on with mine. I'm not to say that this is like a bad thing or annoying part of my day. I just have other stuff I need to do. But anyway, so uh, for this little entertainment segment, also, I almost forgot to, to even slide this in. When I was looking back at my notes. I'm like, oh, I almost forgot. Um, but the left, the, ugh, the Leviathan Chronicles, that was actually part of the entertainment segment that I was going to discuss. So I, I jumped the gun a little bit on that. Um, but like I said, definitely give it a listen. Very interesting. I think. I think what makes it so interesting, audio dramas in general, is that you don't have the visual crutch. So you have to do so much with audio and audio alone to make things work. You just end up really pushing the envelope and just creating such a visceral experience with what you have. And sometimes it's good to be deprived of something just so you can really push yourself creatively. And I think audio dramas, We're Alive um, is a really good one as well. And Leviathan Chronicles do that to like amazing, amazing form. So really, really cool there. And I think the story benefits as well because you have to explain things so well. You know, sometimes when you're at a movie theater um, or just watching movies on Netflix or whatever, a show, you can kind of zone out from the um, the the uh, the audio and the text or whatever if you have captions on and kind of just see what's going on, on the screen and, and get it. But if you're just having to focus um, just on the audio and the voices and sound effects and whatever else they throw in there by itself, it makes you more attentive to get the story and understand what's going on. So it, it kind of captures your mind a little bit more rather than kind of uh, passively having the content thrown at you, how we traditionally have it when we're watching movies um, and things like that and TV shows. So yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's Leviathan. Um, and other in terms of entertainment, other than that, anime is, this anime season is really good. I'm sorry. It and of course, I know this isn't really an anime podcast, but it is a passion of mine. And I really think if you if you aren't watching anime, you're losing out right now, honestly, because this season is whew, it's good. Dr. Stone is good. Copcraft is getting a little bit annoying just because of the um, the animation is kind of trash. Um, Kimetsu Yaiba is still amazing. Jojo's like season finale just came out. So I got to watch that. I'm so tempted to do anime reviews because I have so much to say, but I'm like, would anybody even watch these? Let me know if you guys will watch it. But get on the anime because it's it's dope right now. It's it's amazing. Also, I've been reading more. Um, I think I'm finishing up my. It's like a box set that I was reading of like kind of like this post-apocalyptic um, story. I think it's a box set of four books. I'm kind of halfway through book three now, so I'm making good headway with that. I can't wait to finish it and just move on to something else. Honestly, it's like I'm marathoning through the series, but. 
um, that's coming to an end. So if you have any good book recommendations, let me know those as well. I would love to do maybe some book reviews um, and put you guys onto some interesting things. Um, books and podcasts are kind of like my main form of entertainment, to be honest. That and, and YouTube, more or less. Um, trying to think, is there anything I'm missing? Let me check back. Uh, no, I think that's pretty much it. Um, what's coming up in the future? So like I said, my content with Jeffrey is going to be coming up. Um, I have some more, I have a lot of recording to do as well. Videography is so hard compared to photography where you just like adjust the settings, click, it's done, boom. Videography, you have to take multiple shots. You have to make sure your posture and balance is correct. If you don't have like a gimbal or something like that to, um, like assist you, it's, it's a whole different world. It's challenging and it's really fun. Um, but it's just so much to learn. I'm going to have to really kind of, it's it's gonna it's definitely gonna be a time dump to get better at it, uh, but it's it's an exciting challenge. So I'm looking forward to being able to provide you guys with like better videography content, not just like sliding pictures like how I I, I usually do it. So that should be really cool. Um, and other than that, just holding holding steady, keeping the content rolling out as as best as I can. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I'm missing. No, I don't think I am. So that has been episode 24 and i think i'm at like 24 minutes right now so perfect that has been episode 24 of moving cast hope you enjoyed it um feel free to support me on my other platforms as well instagram at mugen.ig m-u-g-e-n period i-g and also on twitter at tales of mugen um t-a-l-e-s-o-f-m-u-g-e-n on twitter so make sure you go check me on those platforms as well twitter i've been a little bit inactive on i need to get back on my um Twitter grind, I guess, get back in the Twitter streets, whatever people say. Um, but Instagram, I'm always posting probably at least five, six times a day or a day. <laughs> yeah, right. But a week, rather a week, I meant to say. Um, so there's always fresh um, pictures coming out over there. And you can kind of get um, a little updates on what I'm doing um, if you don't feel like waiting for the podcast to come out kind of earlier in the week, Tuesday. Tuesday is kind of usually the, the day I release it. So, but anyway, yep. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And peace out.